It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the PHNX Daily Bet Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined once again by Johnny Venerable. Johnny, how are you feeling on this Tuesday? Good. We get to talk a little NFC South football, which is undoubtedly the worst division in the NFL. But we're going to find some, I think, some shining lights in an otherwise putrid division that has a really old quarterback and a bunch of teams rebuilding. But from a gambling perspective, there is money to be made, Shano. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get into that, uh, usually I do a pour one out segment when there's a bad beat, but I have to pour one out for myself. Um, yesterday at the D-backs game, I went through probably the worst, definitely the worst bad beat I've ever seen live. Um, I had the Phillies' first five innings run line. Um, they were up seven to nothing in the bottom of the fourth, and they ended up down fourteen or 12 to seven. At yeah, the end of the well, fifth. So, yeah, not I great. A, or, yeah, yeah, six runs and in two innings, or both innings. Um, yeah, the an, a historical performance by the D-backs, the most they've ever scored in consecutive innings. So that was great and very fun to watch. Really hurt. Um, I also had to pour one out for one of our uh, viewers slash listeners. Jack York on Twitter tweeted at us, fellas, this game is a roller coaster. Um it's unbelievable. Put Mad Bum back in, and he had Schwarber to hit a home run and Phillies money line with a parlay boost. Um, and then, unfortunately, the Phillies could not come through. So, really sad stuff yesterday. Uh, we'll go over our picks first before we get into the NFL. Um, we'll go with mine first. Obviously, I picked the Phillies straight up minus one and a half in the game. And also the Yankees minus one and a half, who lost to what I think is one of the worst teams in baseball, the Angels. Um, so, that wasn't fun. Padres money line did hit. And then we'll get into my props. One of them technically hit, but I'm not going to give it to me. Um, bet anything with Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll did have his first career hit. Um, a, he had a double, two-run scoring double, two RBI. Um, so that was really nice to see for him. And then Paul Goldschmidt, man, 0 for 4, and then got pinch hit after they scored 12 runs, in that, or like 13 runs in that game. What are we doing? Yesterday was one of the worst beats I've ever had like as a total day. Um, but we recover, and we strive, and it's okay. Um, Matt, I said Mad Bum would get lit up. He did get lit up, but everything else kind of fell apart. Johnny, what about you? How did you do? Didn't do, didn't do awesome. Uh, was was banking on the Dodgers that took care of business, but again, nobody took care of business in the sense of covering the spread for me. Uh, I believe I went over. Uh, no, nope, the Padres. Happened. The Padres won the game straight up. Oh, okay. Did I just have their money line from yesterday? Yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. I thought they were favored for some odd reason, but Brewers came back trying to stay alive so they keep pace with the Padres. Um, I can 
definitively say I don't see either of those teams doing anything in October if they get there. But the Dodgers want a close one. So, yeah, one, one for three, not great. But, uh, again, it's it's hard to project because I, I take these teams that are in the race just to make it a little bit more competitive because you don't know from these teams that are either coasting or have fallen out of the race, like what exactly is their intent? What is their driving force? And so um, that'll be kind of my point of emphasis in September is picking these teams that have something to play for. Yeah, you had another bad beat. That Pirates game was definitely a bad beat. They were down 5 nothing and came back, tied it at 5-5, and then ended up losing and not covering the spread. So that's unfortunate. Josh, on the chat, that's, uh, that was no one's fault but your own for starting the rally. Yes, the rally hot dogs were in full effect. They scored 13, 14 unanswered runs or whatever it was after I put on the hot dog costume. So clearly it was all me. Um, but we get better. We'll, we'll learn from it. We'll collect our thoughts. And we might have to get invited back if they if they start going cold again. But today is for football, and we will talk football. We did the AFC South last week. Today we're doing the NFC South. As Johnny prefaced the show, not a great division, but from a betting perspective, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of guys that could explode or could really do nothing in this division, and we'll go through all of those. But we're using the DraftKings Sportsbook app to do that. Once again, Johnny, woke up this morning. My God, all the profit boosts, all, all the parlay boosts, give them all to me. One fun thing they're doing for the NFL season um in any of the week one games i believe i don't think it's it might just be the rams game um but 50 dollars maximum bet on um either team's money line and if either team that you bet on goes up by seven total you win the bet it doesn't matter when that when it happens to the game so if you bet on the rams money line at plus 135 and they go up seven you get a nice payout um immediately so definitely get on that look at look out at that the drafting sportsbook app but it is time to bet fellas we are so close to the NFL season. The wait is almost over for week one action. Download it today. Use that promo code PHNX. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Let's get right into her. Johnny, what do you like? Who do you think is going to win some games this year? What are your... Um, what are your win totals? You know, like? I like Tampa, of course, to win this division, but not as much as I initially thought. Let's go with the bad first. I think the Saints are the most overrated team in the in the National Football League. You don't lose Sean Payton and think that you're just going to roll into the postseason from a team that already had huge holes last year. I like their defense, but Dennis Allen was a failed head coach with the Raiders once upon a time. Eight and a half wins. That seems Oh, grossly overzealous. And I think Atlanta, to me, could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I don't like their coach. I didn't like him last year. You're going to start Marcus Mariota. I think Desmond Ritter is going to get some snaps for them. But I think their over-under right at five is is smart. I would take the under, but I could see them even at five. And then the Panthers. Um, I'm not drinking the Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid, but it would not shock me to see them win seven or eight games. They have not had competent quarterback play under Matt Rule. This is his third year in the system. 90% of that coaching staff remains the same. They should have good continuity. They will they will clean up and win games that they're supposed to against the Saints and against the Falcons. So um, Tampa, once upon a time for me, was a team that I thought could coast to 15 wins. I don't like what, what I'm seeing from Brady. Their interior offensive line has completely fizzled. They're going to have issues up front. And I'm going to tell you definitively, it would not surprise me if Brady goes down this year because of the lack of, of quality offensive line play. And then there's no Bruce Arians. I love Todd Bowles. I think they'll play good defense, but no Gronk now. Chris Godwin's coming yeah. back from an ACL. They'll win the division, but I think it could be by something like 11 games. Yeah, before we get into my 
forecast. We'll talk a little bit about some of the acquisitions and departures from teams that we'll talk about throughout the show. First, we'll start with the Bucks because you just mentioned it. Um, they re-sign Fournette. They get Russell Gage, which I think is a sneaky good one. Um, Godwin should be okay this year. Um, you know, you get Shaq Mason, who I think is a pretty good replacement on that line. Um, Ryan Jensen obviously comes back. And then one of the biggest acquisitions of the year, one of the most slept on is Carlton Davis and Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks, I think, when healthy, obviously, when healthy, is very good. And, you know, they lost JPP and uh, what's his face? Who else did they lose? The old, other old Nomicon uh, Sue. Yeah. Ten years ago, that's a big deal. They, they didn't play great last year. I think the, their defensive line is one of the best in the NFL. You don't want to run on them. Um, so that that's something to look out for. But then in terms of depart, and also they get Rashad White from ASU. Can't forget to mention that. Take him in your fantasy drafts, guys. Um, you lose Ronald Jones, boohoo. Obviously, you said Gronk retired. Um, Alex Kappa, who was their one of their guards last year, that was really good as long as well as Marpet are gone. But as I said, I think Shaq Mason is a is a really good addition there. Um, and then Jordan Whitehead, who I actually really like, is now on the Jets. Um, I think they're going to feel that burn in the secondary a little bit, but. Yeah, it, it, it's a different team, but I think they did well in replacing some of the players. Yeah, I agree. And, and again, this is going to be a team where I think they're going to win the majority of their games and they're going to be favored. But I also think that this this screams early exit in January. They've lost their window. I, I think people are underselling Bruce Arians as a head coach. We saw it firsthand in Arizona. Brady might have forced him out for control. It just feels like this is Brady's last year. They're going to win a bad division, and and they're going to go kind of out on a whim in January. And then Carolina, to me, uh, I just I think they're interesting now. I liked it from a fan, fantasy perspective that we'll see here in a bit. But um, it just this is a non-factor division long term in terms of like the hierarchy of the NFC. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you talked a little bit about the Saints, and though I agree with you that I think they are a pretty overrated team. Yeah, I don't. I, I still think they're going to be okay, even without Sean Payton. Sean Payton's a huge blow. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're going to be as bad um, as you think. Um, the no, most notable departure, Lil Jordan Humphrey, is gone. No, I'm kidding. I love that name though. Um, but in, in terms of uh, acquisitions, re-signings, Jarvis Landry, Traquan Smith, PJ Williams, Tyron Matthew, and Marcus May. I think they did pretty well on that front. You lose Quan Alexander, uh, Malcolm Jenkins retired, Marcus Williams goes to the Ravens, and obviously the biggest one, Teron Armstead is going on the offensive line. So scary stuff there. And you got to believe in Mr. Jameis Winston. And you know how much I love my bad quarterbacks, Johnny. So we'll take a look at my uh, forecast for the division. I think they eclipse that eight and a half win total. I think it's very close, but they have the ninth easiest uh, strength of schedule in the NFL. I It, it isn't that bad. Uh, this division is, is very bad. I think they probably drop one to Carolina. I still think they come in second in this division. And you can get that a plus 110 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and then the Panthers, as you said, they're going to handle business in this division. I feel like I'm taking them over two and a half wins in the division at plus plus one ten. Um, and we'll, we'll get to them in a second, but just what do you think of their off season with all of the noise, Johnny, all of the Baker Mayfield stuff is CMC going to be healthy. Wh- what would you sum up the Carolina, the Panthers division? In? I, I think this is a team that knows what they want to do. They want to run the football and they want to stretch the field vertically. I like their playmakers at receiver. I think Robbie Anderson has been grossly, grossly underutilized since Whoa, leaving the Jets. Breaking news. Tr- yeah, I'm all, o- I'm all over it, man. I'm trying to multitask <laughs> on Twitter and doing the show. But yes, the Arizona Cardinals have acquired Trayvon Mullen, former Clemson standout and teammate of Isaiah Simmons. 
to Arizona for a mere seventh round pick. We're going to be talking about that PHNX Cardinals live today at 2 p.m. Myself, Bo Brock, you absolutely love to see it. Uh, but back to Baker Mayfield and company. I just I think this makes them competent. I think that they're going to be a team hovering around 500 all year. I think they're going to be serviceable offensively. It it you cannot emphasize and Shane. We watched a lot of bad Panther games last year in the early slates uh, at Zips Restaurant across the street from our old studio. How bad Sam Darnold was last year. They were so incompetent at quarterback. Robbie Anderson is a very nice number two. DJ Moore is a superstar waiting to happen, and I think he can this gets be. him. This gets him over the hump. He was getting 1,100 yards with shit quarterback play. So I know. Yeah, it's not a Baker Mayfield's not going to turn them into a world beater. But I'm going to tell you definitively, this this if I'm Carolina, I like this move just to steady the waters a little bit. And it's a it's a small market organization, small market franchise that I think Baker Mayfield will relish kind of being the guy again, and they'll all love him. And he doesn't have to worry about playing in the AFC North. He can play in a division. Warm weather, primarily dome teams, right? I, I this is a good fit all around. I'm 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 coming around. I I especially like what I see from Baker in the preseason. Yeah, and we know the defense is going to be pretty good. Uh, the whole thing with this team for the past, you know, what, like nine years, their defense has been good, and their offense yeah. has been terrible. Although um, they lost Hassan Reddick, but yes, they have they have good player. Brian Burns is fantastic. Yeah, they lost Hassan Reddick and uh, Stephon Gilmore, but you're getting back J.C. Horn, who was amazing at the yeah. start of last year amazing they have talent they have a talent yeah. on the route they have way more talent than atlanta and they i i like their offense exponentially more than i like new orleans yeah yeah so obviously you get baker mayfield in the trade you re-sign dj Moore, which is huge um bradley bozeman austin corbett um beef up that line um and, and then yeah we talked about the defense i think it's gonna be i think their defense is gonna be solid Corey littleton damian wilson um dante jackson jc horn Xavier Woods. I mean, those are some really good names. Their defense is always pretty good. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what this team looks like. Uh, I'm really excited. We'll, we'll know week one. We will know week one what the trajectory of the season is going to be like. We'll see if Baker Mayfield's revenge tour on the Browns starts early. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for this team. This, this is going to be a fun team to watch. Hopefully, hopefully CMC can stay healthy. Cross your finger, man. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting. All right. Well, let's talk about the last team. Uh, I joked in the in the uh, description of this pod that do we really have to talk about this team, but we do. Um, it's the Atlanta Falcons. 7-10 and 10 last year. Probably not going to make the playoffs well, here, this year. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Uh, A.J. Terrell, fantastic. A top five cornerback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Drake London, who a lot of people thought was an overdraft in the top 10, looks like he is poised for a phenomenal rookie season, regardless of who's playing quarterback. They are putting themselves in a position to have a nice infrastructure for whomever they get a quarterback maybe next year. I I like what they're doing. I like the signing of Marcus Mariota. I, I don't think he's going to win you a lot of games, but it's a one-year commitment, right? And Desmond Ritter, I think we're finding out. A lot of these Cincinnati guys are legit. He had a really nice preseason. They're going to be a watchable bad team. And they get Calvin Ridley back next year. They, they were never going to go all in for this year, and they shouldn't. They're, they're, they're in it for the long game. Yeah. Brady's almost done. The Saints have no direction. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield is a Band-Aid in Carolina. Like, Carolina is a good quarterback. I know it's cliche to say, a good quarterback next April. Getting a top pick, getting the kid out of Ohio State from turning this shit around. And it, it I like that just they're, they're focused on let's just get some good young players in here. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate it. Um, obviously, bringing Mariota, which I think is very fun. I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah. I think Desmond Ritter obviously will end up getting some starts, but it, it is just fun. 
Um, you, re- you, you you get Cordero he's back. Like he's a fun guy. I mean, this team is yeah. fun. Uh, you re-sign Grady Jarrett, Rashawn Evans. Uh, you get Casey Hayward, which I think is interesting. Obviously on the older side, but teaching um, AJ Terrell some stuff and some of those guys in the young secondary, I think I think can really help. Um, what the hell happened to Keanu Neal? <laughs> well, they had that Super Bowl run, and guys like Keanu Neal and Dayon Jones were the anchors as rookies, and then both of them got hurt, and both of them got exposed. The more tape people got on them, they can't really play in space, especially Keanu Neal plays that Cam Chancellor type of safety role that really is kind of outdated in today's yeah. NFL where you, you have to be able to have range, and he can't cover. And then they, like... He almost was playing like a third or fourth linebacker spot because he was so close to the line of scrimmage. That Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan, Atlanta team, that was an aberration. We saw it. Uh, very opportunistic because Matt Ryan and Julio Jones were playing out of their minds. Um, but, yeah, it's they're tearing it down. Rightfully so. They're starting over. Everybody loves a rebuild. And the good news is the NFL, if you hit on some picks, it takes about two and a half off seasons, and, and you're right back in the thick of things. And, again, Drake London looks like a – very nice piece to to kickstart this rebuild along with AJ Terrell. So um yeah, they got they got some hope. Have they made their final cuts yet? Is Deion Jones gonna get cut? <laughs> I I don't think so. They just have to if if like you're not paying anybody else, why would you cut him? Yeah. At the end of the day, like you have to ha- you have to feel the team. And with a lot of these bad teams, like unless somebody's offering you something, like and and you're and somebody else is being blocked that you want to see like you can bench Deion Jones late in the season if it's not working out, but you don't just, just cut players to cut players. Yeah, right? I've just never seen such a sharp drop off in talent than those two guys, especially Deion Jones. It's just been it's been weird. Um, all right, well let let's get into um what you think the forecast of this division is going to be. I obviously want to remind. Um, I, I like this, Johnny. I don't hate What's it. What's that? I, I don't hate it. I think Carolina can definitely get there, but we'll see. Yeah, the exact forecast plus 400 on DraftKings. Tampa's a lock outside of a Brady injury. If Brady goes down, all bets are off because this is not Bruce Aarons. This is Todd Bowles, who I like him. I don't love him, especially in an offensive league. Um, but Tampa over four and a half wins in the division. I, I think Tampa could sweep this division, frankly, um, because I think that Mike Evans is good enough to carry this team with with T braids against whatever you know the other offense and defenses are in the NFC South. Um, they may not win a lot of out of division games, but they'll clean up. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. I don't see how Atlanta doesn't finish last. So you're basically flipping a coin, New Orleans and Carolina, 2-3, two, 3-2. Three, three, two. Uh, and I, I think Carolina has the better quarterback play. And I also think, give me Matt Rule, offensive guy over Dennis Allen, over his head as a defensive guy. I think everybody, everybody has just gross expectations for New Orleans this year. I don't know where they're coming from because they've been good for so long. That was with a hall of fame level head coach that left the team. And Drew Brees has been gone. Now they won games based on Sean Payton and only Sean Payton last year. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a shit if their defense is good. They're going to be so inept offensively. Michael Thomas is done. Um, He's already hurt again. Kamara's got a suspension incoming. Potentially they're going to run him into the ground. They're just, they're just, they're going to be a bad team this year. Trust me on that. I, I I just don't I can't I, I have my Jameis Winston blinders on uh, and and that's all I can think about. Um, one thing that Jameis one, Jameis with Sean Payton is great, yeah. very competitive. Dennis Allen, no, I'm sorry. All right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Um, let before we get into uh, our our player totals and what we think awards and all of that, 
I got to mention what we're doing tomorrow. Every final Wednesday of each month, we are at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub in Tempe. Make sure to come out, say hi. We'll also be announcing our Toast of the Month winner, which is a sweepstakes we do. You can set up, sign up at gophnext.com. Do that right now so you don't miss out. We'll be doing our bets show live at noon. The winner of the Toast of the Month sweepstakes gets a $50 gift card to Four Peaks. They get an annual membership from PHNX, and they also get a T-shirt of your choice. So make sure to come out. All the shows will be live from there. Um, it's going to be a good time. Drink some beer, hang out, eat some chicken tendies. It'll be fun. All right. Uh, we'll get into my player totals first. This is what I am looking at in this division. Chris Olave, give me his over. There's nobody. I mean, look, last year you had you had Marquez Callaway as your your ex receiver, your number one guy. And it was kind of a, that's supposed to be minus 125, not plus minus. Uh, minus 125, over 719 and a half receiving yards. Give me that 720 mark, Chris Olave. I think he has a great year. Um, and then Julio, fun acquisition for the Bucks. I don't think it's going to be a lot, though. I mean, we saw what he was able to do with Tennessee last year. Not a lot. I'm taking his under on receiving yards at 550, minus 115. And then Christian McCaffrey, that is a ton of rushing and receiving yards at 1595, just under 1600. I'm going to take the under on that on rushing and receiving yards combined just because of how much Baker Mayfield tries to do. I think it takes away just enough and the injury stuff. You all, you always got to be scared of the injury stuff with CMC. So I'm taking his under on that at minus 115 as I would well. I agree with that. Yeah, I think much. I think he's going to do well finding the end zone. This I'll yep. tell you here in a second. But I think his all-purpose yards are going to go down because I think the passing game is going to be much more pro- prolific in Carolina. Well, let's see. What do you got for player totals this year, Johnny? All right. So let's take a look here. Uh, I think Mike Evans is going to eat. I would take his over not only on receiving yards, but touchdowns. He had 14 touchdowns. I think he's projected for 10. Take the over on that because, again, you lose Gronk. Godwin's hurt. They just cut their uh, fifth receiver today. Like they're remaking that receiving core and the only stalwart. I know Russell Gage comes over from Atlanta, but it's it's Mike Evans and it's Tom Brady, and they're going to put up big numbers. And I think Brady goes under his passing total just because of the saturation. But I think whatever he gets to 4,200, 4,300 goes to Mike Evans. And I also think Todd Bowles wants to run Leonard Fournette. So we're going to see that and your boy White. I think we're going to see a very competent running game because of the fact that their interior O-line isn't great. So you got to keep the defensive honest. And I think it's going to be much more 50 50 than it was under Arians. And then I mentioned that DJ Moore, he's eclipsed this each of the last two years without Baker Mayfield. I think he, I think 1200 yards is not out of the realm of possibility. He's the best receiver in the NFL. Nobody talks about, and he finally has somebody capable. This is yeah. the best quarterback he's ever played with. Yep. I like the total. Definitely. Minus 135. Love it. Um, I, I would take that. As I said, Dra- DraftKings Sports Gap has all of these odds available. They also have flash props and all this stuff you can get during the season. So get on the, on the action. Um, also, obviously, blank white wall. It means I'm in the studio. Uh, you can't see anything yet, but you'll be able to soon, probably sometime next week. Uh, but I can't make any promises because, you know, shipping and all of that stuff is hard to predict. Um, but what wasn't hard to predict was how fast more furniture would deliver all of our stuff. I'm looking at the beautiful kitchen table right now, looking at the beautiful recliners right now. Um, so thank you, More Furniture. If you want to shop their Labor Day sale, head over to morefurniture.com and they will get you right. Um, all right, Johnny, last thing I got for you. You might hate this, um, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. This is my second player totals. Give me Cam Jordan over 9.75 sacks. I think he gets there. I think he's going to have to be a monster on that defense. Yeah, I agree with that. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas over five and a half receiving touchdowns. I know he got hurt again. They don't know how much time he's going to miss, if anything at all. Um, And then I'm going to take him to win the comeback player of the year. Plus 800. There's that small chance if he can actually get healthy. We remember how good this man was. 
Um, obviously, he's been out for a very long time, so he definitely qualifies for Comeback Player of the Year. You can also get Jameis at better odds to win Comeback Player of the Year at plus 500. Gross, never, never. I'm not taking that, but I'm taking Michael Thomas to win it. Just a flyer. Throw five bucks to win 40. Um, Comeback Player of the Year, Mr. Michael Thomas himself. Johnny, anything else before we get out of here? Oh, yeah, lots of stuff. PHNX Cardinals live today. Myself, Bobrock, 2 p.m. It's a 53-man Arizona Cardinal cut special and a blockbuster trade. Not really, but adding a much-needed piece in the secondary while we're live on this show. Trayvon Mullen from the Raiders goes to the Cardinals for a conditional 6th-7th. You absolutely love to see it. Nice job, Raiders. 40th overall in 2019. Teammates of Isaiah Simmons, come on to the desert. You'll be, you'll be very, uh, very competent with uh, the Cardinals and Vance Joseph. So we're going to talk about all that more. We may even get an announcement on the final roster. We should by 2 p.m. So it's your Cardinal headquarters, and uh, we're having our best month to date. So appreciate all everybody who's listening in. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, PH Next Sunday will have a podcast out today. As I said, we're two days away from kickoff, man. I am so damn fired Firm. up. Uh, they announced their official depth chart yesterday. If you want to watch that show, we talked about it. We went through everything. We talked about how they spelled Emory Jones's name wrong and put an H instead of a J. Emory Hones, the starting quarterback for <laughs> the ASU Sun Devils. Um, but yeah, go ahead and tap into that episode. And yeah, uh, we'll be back tomorrow from Four Peaks. So make sure to come join us there, um, 11 a.m. to 5. We'll be there all day. PHNX Cardinals live at 4. Sun Devils live at 3. Suns live at 2. Um, D-backs live at 1. ASU live at, or Bet's live at 12, and Coyote's live at 11, so make sure to join us for that. But until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane Deef. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Bets. And as I said, we will be back tomorrow at Four Peaks. So peace, love, and drink some beer.